Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. We talk hunting, fishing, camping, and everything in between. Ridge to Ridge Outdoors is based out of Temecula, California, and we want to share the knowledge gained through the ups and downs of Southern California hunting. Through this podcast, we hope to inspire the youth to get outdoors, help fellow hunters find success, and bring awareness to the issues facing our community today. Help us spread the word and get our community on the map for the level of skill and determination it takes our outdoors men and women to get it done in Southern California. This episode is brought to you in part by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. There's a perfect Victory arrow for every archer's need and budget. Find yours at victoryarchery.com. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Uh, once again, this podcast is brought to you in part by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. We love those guys down in uh, San Diego County. They're awesome, 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 awesome product that we uh, we shoot and we highly endorse them. Uh, man, we just love them. But anyways, with that, welcome to 2020, Brandon. Holy cow. New year, bro. I know, new year. And uh, we did record a podcast at the end of last year. However, we did have some audio issues on it and, you know, it just kind of wasn't up to up to snuff in terms of our quality or quality standards so got left on the cutting room floor Um, but today we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit uh, and kind of get something that Brandon and I have been talking about for a long time and uh, what is that Brandon? CCWs and how to interact with law enforcement. Okay well we'll start with CCWs first and then we'll move into the the pinnacle of the question of what do you do when you get pulled over? Um Brandon and I have been concealed carrying for what, like two and a half years now, two years? Yeah. Yeah, you're right up on your renewal, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, so, you know, we live in the good old county of Riverside, so, you know, there's some, it, it used to be really hard to get your CCW here. It's gotten a lot easier with our new sheriff, but um, Brandon and I do have our, uh, we have been able to conceal carry firearms on our persons for the last two years, and it's been a, it's been a, a pleasure. Like, yeah. Um, we've mentioned it earlier in the project that nobody takes your own safety more seriously than yourself. You know, we've talked about CCW before and the do's and don'ts of CCW. And we just wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper, um, because we're, we should be experts in it by now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, we, we've, you know, off, off the podcast, we've talked about it numerous times. Yeah. The do's, the don'ts, the what ifs, all of that stuff. We've talked about it. You know, there's, there's tons of questions, uh, that are rolling around even in regards to freedom week. Remember freedom week that happened? Yeah. Freedom week of the magazines. Yeah. Yep. Cause mm-hmm. technically if you bought it during freedom week, you're still allowed to have them mm-hmm. and use them. Yeah. So if you have a CCW, does that mean, you know, throw it in your, your Glock 19 you know, it's one of yeah. those things. I, it's just, we've, we've tossed these questions around numerous times and it all comes down to, you know, basically yeah. you're, you're at the end of it. Yeah. You're be the one smart. that's going to, yeah, you're going to deal with about it. it. So you have to be extremely smart about it, you know? And thankfully for me, um, and I, I'm just thankful that I haven't had to deal with, uh, law enforcement with it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I typically drive pretty safe and you know, all that kind of good stuff. So there's really nothing that would. Uh, make me encounter the law enforcement or police or whatever you want to, like whatever situation you'd run into. You know? Yeah, you have to be a law-abiding citizen to get a CCW, and as a CCW holder, you you should be living within all, within all applicable laws, and you shouldn't be hot-headed about it. 
It makes you drive a whole lot different. Yeah, it does. It makes, I mean, it, it changes your lifestyle from your, the way you dress to the way you look at people to where you sit in a restaurant, depending on, depending on the spectrum of where you're at in terms of protecting yourself. And uh, speaking of protecting yourself, there's a channel that I want to plug. We're in no way affiliated with them, but um, it's just like, it's called active self protection. Uh, they're on YouTube. I watch their stuff all the time. He's he's great. Um, it's essentially one dude who goes over a bunch of shootings that happen. Yes, yeah, and he breaks it down frame by frame. And what's awesome is he puts it. He plays it for you first. He explains the circumstances and then he plays it. And then you put yourself in. Well, what I do is I put myself in that situation. and I'm like, holy cow, would I have reacted the same? And ninety nine percent of the time. When it's a good shoot, I, I say, yeah, I would have reacted exactly like that. Right. But there's sometimes where, you know, the the hero in the story ends up dying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a tough thing to see. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, when you watch this, when if, if you've ever watched the channel um, or when you do, you put yourself into, you know, that person's shoes yeah and you walk through the scenarios like like brandon and i we usually vocalize the scenarios to each other oh what would you do if this or or that or you know especially when we're early on in in carrying firearms you know we always ran each other ran the question across each other hey what would you do if you know active shooter at the mall yeah or uh you know at Mm -hmm. the freaking bar or whatever it would be but at, on this YouTube channel, it's like actually happens. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to clarify something. When he said bar, he meant restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> Re- yeah, restaurant. With, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Um, my the the stipulations with my carrying a firearm have changed a little bit. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All so, right. I mean, you right. had a well, restaurant well, for, for me. It's restaurant. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, dude, if I'm gonna drink, bro, let, trust me, that thing's not coming with me. Yeah. You know, I don't care. Guns and alcohol don't mix. Absolutely guys, let me tell not. You that much. On a serious note, they absolutely do not. Yeah. Because, I mean, like like we said, you have to be smart when you have a gun. I mean, it's it's one thing to carry, you know, to carry a gun, period. We either either expose carry or uh, conceal carry. But a lot of questions that get posed in the YouTube video or in the YouTube channel, Active Self-Protection, are when to use it, mm-hmm. if you should use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for concealed carry users, it's... You're concealed carrying for the element of surprise. That's one of the best things you have going yep. for you. You look like another sheep in a flock of sheep. Yep. Um, but you know, it it does change your mindset a lot. It it is uh, like I said, it makes you drive different. Like you said, it makes you walk different, dress different. Everything's different once you start carrying. And and um, you know, we're we're only talking about this not because we're bragging that you have. Or I have my CCW that has, we have, that is not the intent here. The intent here is to just run individuals that have CCWs or are thinking about it to try to give them a perspective of like what it's like to have a CCW. And to be quite frankly with you, it, it's very nerve wracking. I still get nerves. Like there's people I know that are like, no, I don't have nerves about it. I don't have nerves per se of like carrying the gun. Right. Yeah. I have nerves because for whatever reason, I feel like still to this day, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I, and I don't know if that's society that just paints that picture. I mean, well, let me let me tell you that. I mean, society has told you in the state of California that you should not be carrying a gun. Right. 
and and that's I think what it is. Right. But guess what? You know, if you live in a free state, you don't have this problem that Brandon and I have had to, mm-hmm. had to fight through. Yeah. It's one of your God given rights to I protect know. yourself. And ain't that beautiful? Yeah, I know it is beautiful, but not here in California. I know. Um, like we said, like hey, nobody's gonna take your serious your 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 safety more seriously than yourself. Right. And if you if you decide that law enforcement is gonna try to save you. You know, they're not going to be in that bar or in that restaurant or in that shopping mall or in that church with you. Right. It's highly unlikely. Right. So going back to surprise, how you said, oh, you know, it's to be to be able to surprise, you know, to have that element of surprise. Mm -hmm. Look at the church. Yep. That just happened. Yep. Dude laid him down. Yep. It's true. I mean, but two people died in that situation, but still it could have been. Could have been way worse. Could have been six more. Could have been 10 more, man. Mm -hmm. How many shells were in that shotgun? Right. So. Like, hey, if if you're serious about your safety, you should be carrying a firearm. Right. If if you're legally able to do so, and if you're you you have the mental capacity to do it, and uh, you know, if there's nothing barring barring you from doing it, and you're a law-abiding citizen, like I said, and you know, you have your safety in your your best interest, yeah, you should do it. But uh, that brings me up to thinking of mental capacity and uh, being responsible. That Have you seen that video of that dude who gets into a road rage incident with his two kids in the back of his car? Uh-uh. And he starts, okay, road rage incident, guys in a lifted truck, other dudes in a lifted truck too, um, our, our shooter in this case, our, um, our guy, our concealed carry holder, uh, he has his firearm and he has, also has two young kids in car right. seats in, his, in the back of his truck. A road rage incident happens. He continually gets brake checked, and the guy continues to follow. He follows the the guy who's brake checking him, which is like, "Hey, dude, you should probably just step off." You right. Know what I mean, like the guy ahead of you is kind of hot headed. Right. You're getting you're getting hot and heated. You got your kids back right. there, but instead it goes a complete one eighty. Um, the guy in the 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 CCW holder ends up stepping out of his car and shooting at the the truck who's brake checking him. Wow. And pursuing him. And oh, the guy has lights and sirens on his truck for some reason. He's not a cop. He has lights and sirens on his truck and then his kids are screaming in the car for it to stop, dude. Now is this like on video? It's on video. Because the dude has a camera in yeah, his he car. Has a, he has a camera in his truck, yep. Yeah. And he's on he's on the phone with dispatch and he's like, Oh, he's ramming me. Um but dude, it's it's such a joke and it makes all concealed carry holders and firearms owners just look like look bad look like a bunch of idiots yeah a bunch of idiot cowboys that's not cool yeah and it's you have to as as crazy as emotional as it is carrying a firearm right you have to take your emotions out of it when it comes time to use right. it you can't let your emotions dictate mm-hmm. when and where to use a firearm it has to be cut and dry right is there a danger is there a danger to great bodily injury to yourself or others right that's it it, it's crazy. And when you talk about like mental capacity, like when, when I first got my CCW, I remember the first time I wore, like had my gun on me, like wore my gun, yeah. right? Had it concealed and I felt so out of place. And I almost was like, not, I was just paranoid. What it was, it was just paranoid, right? Yeah. I was just, oh, it's so wrong, whatever. And it wasn't like it was illegal. It was perfectly legal. But I just always thought back because I trained with my firearms all the time mm-hmm. all the time right like i shoot my pistols my my guns that i carry i'm i'm perfectly capable to carry my firearms and use them if necessary right yep like i i still think to this day though honestly 
if something was to happen, like um, pumping gas, yeah, right, like pumping gas, and I you see those videos where on YouTube where dudes would get carjacked and they'll shoot the dude carjacking him. Mm-hmm. God, give him the car. It's it's a it's a it's a theft at the end of the day. It's a yeah, thing. it's a theft. It, it's, it, it, it's not. It's it's a materialistic thing. Like yeah. you let it go, right? Yeah. And you, your baby's in the car. Different story. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Your yeah. wife, a totally different story. And I'll give you a caveat. You know, there's going to be a hundred thousand. There's limitless scenarios that yeah. we could go over. A shooter, don't shoot. What if there's a baby in the car? What if there's not a baby in the car? It's up to you to figure out whether right. or not to use your firearm to to kill someone. Right. You're not or. Or wound yeah, a man to stop the threat. Mm-hmm. To let me just put it that way, because you're not you're not there to kill people. You're there right. to stop the threat. Yeah, uh, and then administer aid, um, but make the make the area safe is your priority. Right. So it's it's crazy. You have to know, you know, what that line is for you, and you don't you don't really realize that until you play every scenario in your head, until you're sitting in you know pumping gas and right you're like, <laughs> that's it Dude, i'll tell you at the end of the day you're ultimately responsible yeah it doesn't matter if someone told you to do it you made you acted irrationally you acted rationally you're still going to have to own up to what you did yeah it's your, it's your responsibility 100 percent. yeah because i mean no one's putting a a figurative gun to your head yep. saying you you know use your ccw right. In, in in any case that I've I've always rolled these scenarios through my mind and ultimately every situation that I always played through my mind is try to get away first. Yeah. Right? I mean that's ultimately what you gotta do. Try to save your life and your family members' lives first. Yeah. Now and the off chance you can't do that, yeah. right? You're cornered, whatever, then you have to take measures into your own hands and you do the best you can and make the best judgment calls you can. Yeah. Right. Since the last time we had this conversation, a lot has changed in my life and one of the things is um uh that kind of we didn't bring up before is where you stand in the value of other people's lives versus your own. Right. And given my my situation and where I'm at, my life doesn't belong to me anymore. Right. It belongs to the people. Right. So, um, but in, in your case, you have no obligation to go right. into freaking kick down doors and exactly. do that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but our listener, your mileage may vary. You might see somebody and you have to do something. Right. And you know, it's it's going to be up to you at, at the end of the day, right? You as the uh, the person who's taking your you know, who's who's thinking of whether to use that level of force or not, right? And it doesn't have to be a firearm; it could be a freaking baseball bat in your hat Absolutely. in your house or a, a kitchen mm-hmm. knife or uh, whatever it may be. You're defending yourself and your property, or you know, the safety of others. Whatever right. it may be, it's it's up to you to decide that. And you know, you have to be smart. Yeah, because guess what? If you use it, it might be half a second of 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 action, but it's a lifetime mm-hmm. that you're potentially yes potentially you know putting at risk whether right. it's theirs or yours. Right. Also, you know, criminally, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, there's always a level of that. There's also a huge level, regardless of what happens, of the civil suit. Yeah. You know, there's tons. That it w- it's just you have to make sure you're you're doing the right thing. And ultimately, like I said earlier, you know, you're, you're going to have to pay the piper regardless if it goes good or bad. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to own up for what you did. You have to face it. And, and it's, that's a scary thought for me. I yeah. mean, it still is a scary thought for me. Yeah. Right. But ultimately I can't, I can't let my hands as much of a cop supporter. I am sheriff, you know, all of it, uh, as much as a supporter as I am, I can't rely on them. Well, I, 
you know, you should, it, it's a false sense of security if you think about it. If you it think is. a cop is on every corner because they're not. They're not. Um, you know, the average response time in any any major city is what, four minutes? Yeah. And that's fast. That's four, fast. Four, four minutes, minutes is, is fast. freaking fast. But, you know, watch how fast someone kicks your door down. Yeah. Have you ever been in a fight for four minutes? I know you have well, because you're a professional fighter. I was. Yeah. <laughs> no longer. Yeah. He's a, he's a, I'm retired. Yeah. But anyways, four minutes in a knockout, drag-out fight, hand-to-hand, it's a long time. That is an extremely long, that's a long time. Some people can't even run for four minutes. Mm -mm. Imagine having to fight for your life with your bare hands, feet, and teeth. Yeah, for four four minutes. minutes. Four minutes. Yeah, so I I totally agree. You know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, man, if I was getting socked up, I'd probably rather lose a fight than shoot someone. I mean, that's just the truth. Unless you had a bat or something or some sort of weapon, it's a different story. But if it's just fist to cuff, man, I'd rather just get my ass beat. Okay. But I'll, I'll pose this question to you, Brandon. We've, this is exactly how it goes. Sidebar to the, uh, the audience. This is exactly how it goes. Brandon, but you're bringing a gun to a fist fight. What if, what if this homie gets your gun? That's Have you true. practiced weapon retention? That, well, what if you go to ground and your holster sucks and then yep. your freaking your gun falls out? Yeah, I've never I've never thought. I mean, what if you're upside down, like mm-hmm. you're trying to jump a fence, you know, whatever, and then you get caught by your belt loop and then yeah. you look like an idiot upside down yeah, and your gun falls out? You're absolutely right. And then what happens? I don't know. You die, I guess. You can get shot. You could die. You're not going. I mean, you know what I mean. Like the, I don't know. I've never really played that out. You're probably right. Yeah. I guess I think ultimately the situation would be uh, space. Back up and get space. Get space. Stay away. You know. Hopefully the cops show up. I don't yeah. know. Someone calls the cops. But ultimately, you know, I don't know, dude. That's it's. See, this, these are the kinds of the qu- questions and conversations like you got to have with your buddies who are like minded, right? Because, dude, everybody thinks differently. But you know what? I'll tell you, everybody that has a CCW plays these scenarios through their head. Yeah, it's true. So I just happen I, I happen to catch Brandon when this is a, with a scenario that we haven't talked about. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I mean, that's one of those ones that. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why you have know. to you have to practice one mentally and two physically. You have to practice weapon retention. You have to practice drawing from weird angles you have to practice i mean right i've if never you want to be good at it you know okay here's here let me step back you can't just be okay when it comes to life and death right. you have you want it to be perfect yeah you want to be and the best yeah how do you do that with practice mm-hmm. when it comes to using your gun or not using your gun it has to be a perfect decision right because the stakes are too high for They're it to not to, be yeah that's crazy. I never really thought about like weapon retention. You always think your holster will just hold your gun. Yeah, until some homie realizes, mm-hmm. oh, that guy's got a gun, and mm-hmm. then he grabs at your waistband. Yeah, and then what? Till some some perp grabs your mm-hmm. grabs your seventeen. Yep, or your nineteen. You yeah, I yeah, man, that's nuts. I I don't know. I've that's uh that puts a different perspective on it for me for sure. Yeah, and you know? I mean that that's kind of the mindset that you have to have as a CCW holder. And oh, speaking of guns, what are you carrying and what are you carrying it in? Uh, seventeen, and so I have a seventeen, and then I have a MMP nine shield, shield yeah. my shield, uh, and then I carry my shield in a uh, what is it? It's a, it's almost it's a sticky, yeah, a Stick, sticky sticky brand mm-hmm. holster, and, and that's what I carry my shield in, and then I carry my seventeen in a. I have a, I just popped my lips. That was annoying. Yeah. Um. I have a sticky for my 17 that I've been running. Yep. And then I have a Black Hawk, Mm -hmm. you know, the the push button retentions that conceals. Yeah. Okay. I do believe it conceals. For sure. 
Well, um, I've gone through a bunch of different CCW guns, uh, and I've settled on a small uh, aluminum frame revolver. You love that thing. I love it, dude. It goes everywhere. I've gone from 1911s to Glocks to freaking the Shield to yeah. uh, CZs, steel frame, polymer frame, mm-hmm. and I settled on an airweight revolver, or not an airweight, it's a it's an aluminum frame revolver. It's made by Smith & Wesson. It's an older older uh, model 12 so for but, for those revolver guys out there it's never gonna fail it it won't and guess what i've i've seen people cc dub guns fail because of pocket lint yeah and belly button you know fuzz yeah it happens you know what i'm gonna correct something real quick on my my holster i only have two stickies mm-hmm. that's all i run is stickies to be honest, that Blackhawk, that's a out, that's a yeah. But you can still use a cover. Open. You can use a cover garment with it. I've seen you use a cover garment with it on cold days, like uh yeah when we're oh, hunting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen you throw a jacket over it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, I mean it works. Yeah, but in terms of finding your gun, it, it comes down to practice. Like, yeah, you like what one? What does your budget afford you? And two, what is reasonable and logical for you to carry? Yeah, you know. Like the good old rounds limited debate of revolver versus semi-auto, you know, it's just one of those things where, Hey, you know, the limitations of your gun and Mm -hmm. know your limitations. Are you carrying spare ammo? What are you doing? You know, um, in the good old high capacity magazine situation, uh, like Brandon, let me ask you this. Are you carrying a modified gun? No. Why? I'm worried about it. Yeah. Because guess what? If that goes into a a Mm -hmm. a civil lawsuit. Yeah. This dude has a modified gun. He wanted this to happen. Yeah. He was itching to, mm-hmm. to shoot. Like, is this your, your primary concealed carry weapon? Is it, This isn't your competition gun or anything right. like that? Exactly. Why do you have competition modifications on it? Right. Why do you have a... Think of what an attorney would say to try to pick your, your thing apart. Yeah. Like, it, and that's what scares me about it. Because we don't live in a free state. Mm-hmm. Where does, that, that won't matter. Right. You know, we live in California. It it scares me because even like with Freedom Week and you were able to purchase the, and I don't even want to say high capacity. Standard, standard capacity. Standard capacity, right? If you could get that same gun, say you bought a Glock out of state. Mm-hmm. California, we can only grab Gen 3s and lower. But say you picked up a 4, a 5, even a Gen 3 back in the day out of state. 17 came with 17 rounds. Yeah. Not so a 10-round modified magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that whole thing. Getting back to the Freedom Week and being able to, you know, grab a standard capacity magazine is do you run a standard capacity magazine in your CCW? Because ultimately, if something happens and you go to court, that's that's what's in your gun. Yeah, you're on the hook for it. And another thing is, I'm going to play the devil's, devil's advocate here. Um, I, I don't condone doing anything illegal, but would you rather... I mean, it's your life at the end of the line. Would you rather have more ammo or less ammo? It's like, hey, it's it's a different tool to do the job. It's just more of it. You know what I mean? I don't know if you were if you were to if you were to. It's like it's the judged by you know judged by twelve versus carried by six. Well, put it this way, check this out. If you were to buy a Glock nineteen right now out of the store, Uh it's going to come with a ten round magazine. And you didn't have any type of gun or buy a magazine during Freedom Week, mm-hmm. right? And you bought one from your friend. It's Which illegal. is illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. But you threw that in your gun and you used it, right? Yeah. And you're running around with, you know, 15 rounds in your 19. Mm-hmm. And something was to happen. 
Yeah. That gun didn't come with that magazine. Mm-hmm. It's true. It didn't come with it. Now, wherever you stand ethically or morally, like me, my conscience, if if California, if I bought a, a Glock or whatever I bought, right? Say, say I bought a, another 17, right? I love nine millimeter. And it came with a 17 round. This, the magazines were 17 rounders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But I even be even purchasing standard capacity magazines during that time we were able to, I still don't run it. Yeah. Well, even though I'm allowed to have it, I still don't run it. Yeah. And I, I would agree with you whole wholeheartedly. Like at the end of the day, how hard is it to throw another mag in your pocket or to one rely on your skills to be proficient with 10 rounds like 10 that's a lot of responsibility it is for 10 plus one well if you let 10 plus one rounds go into the wild you have to be accountable for every single one uh-huh. where did they go let alone 17 plus one right and and this is the thing right now to the average person that didn't buy a standard capacity magazine during freedom week or purchase it when they were legally being able to purchase it's illegal to run that in your gun right now yeah so just because i was grandfathered in does that mean i'm you know like i wish and i'm sure and this is the thing i'm not a lawyer you're not a lawyer who knows right i don't know what the the state of california would say i don't know what's the da gonna say because ultimately it's the da that's gonna press charges yeah you know and to me i just want to be on the up and up when i got my ccw it was a standard 10 round magazine allowed in your gun in a factory gun yes no modifications right Mm -hmm. so that's what i run that's what i run yep but i know guys that run standard capacity magazines because they purchased them during that time frame and they're like hey i purchased it legally Mm -hmm. it scares me yeah do i agree with that no do i disagree with it no because i see it both ways that guy just wants to protect himself yeah the best way he can yeah but to what end Mm -hmm. at at what point are you going to sacrifice your your moral your ethical standing whether the law is whether you you believe the law is bs or not to you being on the hook for it if you have to use it right i I mean ultimately if you got pulled over Mm -hmm. right so here we go we'll we'll go into it we'll go into it right now if you got pulled over you know, and this is after doing the right thing or whatever to de-escalate the situation. I don't know. However, we get dive into that. But if you got pulled over in that and that officer, uh, you know, took possession of your firearm, dropped the mag, you know. Hey, there's a 17 round mag right here. Right. This is 17 rounder. Yeah. All right. right. Well, I bought it. It's legal. Right. But you, you see what I'm saying? There's yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. Now, is it illegal for you to have it? No. But hey, you don't want to have to have that question posed to somebody who doesn't know the yes or no. I don't want to have that conversation, period. Yep. You know? So that's it. And ultimately how you act is going and not, you know, your attitude is directly going to affect the way that officer like treats you. He may come at you hot. He may come at you hot. Mm -hmm. The second you tell him you have a gun, he, I I don't know. I've never had this experience. I've never had an experience with an officer. Depending on the situation, right. whether you're compliant or not, that really dictates a right. lot of where the situation's going to go. Right. If you're being a, a, a jack off, you know. Right. Or you know you're fiddling with crap, it's gonna right. it's gonna change the situation. Absolutely. So, based on what I've seen, um, it's 
you know, if you hand all your documents over, they're going to, they're going to notice an extra card, you know? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're going to flip through it. And so I've always thought to myself, Patrick, is that Mm -hmm. if I get pulled over and I'm carrying that CCW is on top. Yep. Boom. And I, before he even says anything coming to the window, that thing's out there waiting for him to grab it. And I'm going to say, officer, I have a firearm in my vehicle. It's a CCW hands on the wheel and don't move. Yeah. And that's it. And let him tell me what I need yeah. to do. That's how I exactly. feel. And that's kind of how I've ran it through my head. Yeah. And if, if you're dealing with a, uh, you know, a, I'm not going to say a good officer, but an officer who's having a good day, um, they might not pull your gun out. They might not pull you out of the car and ask you to pull your, you know, take your gun out. Right. But I've seen videos where it happens, where you know an officer will deholster your firearm mm-hmm. for you. They're going to say, "Okay, where's the firearm located?" You're going to say, "Oh, on my, uh, I'm appendix carrying." Okay, with your left hand, go ahead and undo your seatbelt, and you unclick your seatbelt. Okay, with your right hand, go ahead and un- open the door, and then you open the door, or they open the door for you, um, and then. Uh, they ask, Hey, can I, can I pull your weapon out? And then there it is. Right. They, they grab it and they clear it. Right. Uh, and then they run the serial number, make sure it's not stolen and make sure it's the same thing on your, on your license, on your license. And then there you go. But you know, it really depends. Like you're bringing a, okay, let me, let me step back. When it comes to traffic stops and stopping people in general, a lot of, a lot of officers, they have a script in mind, you know? You see it all the time in movies, license, registration, proof of insurance. Right. Yep. Are you on parole or probation? It's the script. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody goes to a script, whether you're driving to work or whatever. Everybody, you know, people are creatures of routine and cops are, they're, they're people too. Yeah, they have routine. Right. So when you say you got a gun in the car or you're, you know, doing stuff to make a person believe that there's a gun in the car, they're right. going to, the script gets thrown out the window and people act irrationally. Absolutely. Uh, or when you're grabbing towards your wallet and you say you have your, your firearm holster on your right hip and then you're reaching for your wallet in your back right pocket with your right, right hand, people get a little antsy. The, the last thing you want there to be is a miscommunication between, you know, you and an officer with a concealed carry weapon right. because the stakes are so high once again, you know? So, yeah, identify yourself as a concealed carry weapons permit holder. Don't do anything with your hands. Mm-hmm. Let the officer let the officer do their thing. Right. Because they probably have a script too when it comes to um when it comes to, you know, uh dealing with concealed carry weapons holders. Right. For the most part, uh, if they see that you're you're valid, um you you have a valid CCW holder, you know, I'm not going to lie. There might be a second officer who shows up right. because they know a weapon's involved. Yeah. I, I mean, and you can't blame them. Yeah. It's a, it's an officer safety thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, they just want to go home just like you want to go home. Yeah, absolutely. So the longer that you cooperate, the faster that you cooperate and the easier you make it, the easier it will be to just have you guys both go on your merry way. Yeah. Um, I think the issue comes in to when like you don't say anything because legally you don't have to say anything. No, you don't. You don't even but have it's to like, tell them. It, it, as a courtesy, you'd want to do it. Without a doubt. Yeah. With, and that's my thing. When I went through my training course, you know, there was an officer in there that was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And he even said, he's like, look, you don't tell me I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, exactly. You better tell me. If you, right? Yeah. If, if guess what happens? If you're, <clears throat> if you know, sometimes when I'm, when I'm carrying, I take my, my, uh, my firearm and the holster out, and I jam it in between my seat and my center console. So do I. Yeah, so I, I do that. But guess what happens if uh, 
a cop's going to pull you over. They're going to quickly look into your vehicle with their flashlight or with their eyes. And you see know, it. And they're going to see it. And they're going to be like, oh, shoot, that's, there's that, a gun yep. in here. Yep. And then, boom, guess what? Now you have now you have a gun in your face because you got you have a gun in the car. Yeah. And if you can skip that step, perfect. Right. You know, and how easy would it, it to be to, one, either, you know, just say, hey, you know, X, Y, or Z, here's my CCW. Right. I have my CCW. You're sticking your hands out the window or on the steering wheel. Right. You have all your information ready, and you say, hey, I have a, I have a, uh, I'm licensed to carry. My firearm is right, you know, at, you know, wherever it is. Right. Don't point at it with your hands no. or anything like that. Nope. Don't reach for it, and you just follow the instructions as ordered. So yeah. the, the, one of the reasons why I'll stuff it, like in between my console and my seat, is that honestly this is one of the reasons why I do it? Not because it's easier to get at, you know, getting cart none of that. It's if I do get pulled over mm-hmm. while you're pulling over, it's easy for me to grab my gun and put it in the center console. Yeah. Honestly, and to be honest, I would rather get pulled out of the car, let the cop do his deal. Yeah, I mean, listen, unless you're late to work, man, you can't spare five minutes because that's what it's going to take. Especially if you're an up and up dude, you're going to say, "Give me your ticket." You know, they're going to give you a ticket and you're going to be on your way. Yeah, right. Or, or they're just going to cut you loose. Right, they'll whatever. cut you whatever the deal is. But for me, not having that firearm on me is almost better than because I drive a small car. I'm a tall dude. Mm-hmm. If I got a firearm on my waist and he wants to grab it, there's going he's going to struggle to get it out, dude. Yeah, he'd like, take you out of the car. First. Yeah, I'd probably I would hope I'd get taken out and he would just grab it. But to me, I feel like for him to say, "Sir, step out of the vehicle," no problem. Boom, get out. He's going to pat you down real quick. Go to the back of the vehicle. Yep. I'd go. No problem. I'm not going to move. Mm-hmm. I, I know I didn't do anything wrong. I had to blink her out or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, and for him to grab that firearm out and check it, run it, boom, you know, put it in a bag and the, the rounds in a bag, whatever. I don't know how they give it back to you. Yeah. You know, if I was a cop, I'd want to just like that instructor when I got it, he said he, he would, uh, empty out the magazine, put it in a paper bag and yeah. then give them both the magazine <laughs> firearm and a paper bag. So yeah. he could get out of there before. Yeah. yeah. That gun was back up in the fight. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah. It's an, it's an officer safety thing. Absolutely. And that's the biggest thing is they want to go home just as much as you do. Right. And if you're getting pulled over, you did something wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You I did mean, something wrong to me. Honestly, I, you know how you say it's officer safety thing. Yeah. Right then and there at that moment. Okay. When, you get pulled over. That officer is worried about his safety and ultimately is worried about yours as well. Yep. So for that 10 minute time period for you to put your trust in that officer to, um, you know, make sure that he looks out for your safety while making sure you look out for his and he looks out for his, yep. it's worth being, um, how do I say that? It's worth being like over, over uh like cooperative yeah right because there's cooperative there's uncooperative and then there's like without a doubt you're cooperative yeah like yes sir yes ma'am no ma'am yes whatever whatever Mm -hmm. it is whatever you tell me to do boom not even a question right so yeah to be you know i've never came i didn't come from the military i didn't come from any type of like extreme you know yes sir yes ma'am background like to me to say yes sir yes ma'am that's kind of uncomfortable because i never did yeah but for me to be uncomfortable, for him to feel comfortable, all day long. Yeah, because the stakes are that high. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's... Really, all you got to do is follow orders. Like, if That's you, it? If you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong. Yeah. And if you're a CCW holder, you should understand the importance of, one, being a law-abiding citizen. Law and order. Two, cooperating 
and three, having a level head. Yeah. And with a, a traffic stop or anywhere anywhere you get stopped and you have a firearm, whether you're allowed to or not allowed to, hey, man, the the odds are so high, you know, there's a lot at stake, so just be a good sport about yeah. it. it. When you become a CCW holder, integrity is everything. Yeah, that's, that's part true. of the background track. Mm-hmm. They got to make sure your integrity is intact. Yeah, so we're if, not we're not saying that you know there's not some bad apples who get through, but right. Oh, I'm telling you, like ultimately, if you're speeding, you know, and you want to argue that, that's a question of your integrity. Yeah, like true. are you lying? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're a CCW you. holder, just own up to it. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. Yeah. I was. Or I honestly, I didn't know, and I'm willing to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. You know? Yeah, have your day in court. You don't need to get frustrated about it no, or whatever. Maybe. Absolutely not. Even if you are having a bad day, once again, like I said, you got to take your emotions out of it because yeah. you're carrying a freaking gun, dude. Yeah, you're carrying a gun. You better be on point. Yeah. Period. And, like, let's recap because it was kind of a little, uh, I mean, let's just boil it down. Just be cooperative. Don't be, if you start acting erratically, you're going to be nervous when you get pulled over. Absolutely. Every, everybody's nervous yeah. when you get the pulled cops over. cops know that though. Yeah. Whether you're, it's, you know, whether you do, you have a gun on you or not, you're going to get nervous when you get pulled over because you're like, oh crap, is my registration, is my registration current? Do, do I have my license? Whatever. And you just have to prepare for it. If you're a concealed carry weapons permit holder uh, and you carry a concealed weapon on you, you should have all your ducks in a row. You, I mean, it just goes back to you as a person. You have to be squared away. Right. You should be squared away. Absolutely. You should know where exactly where all your documents are, mm-hmm. and then have them in order. If you don't have them, if you don't have them in order, you should probably get them in order right now. Right. Because hey, it's man, the stakes are high. Right. Because flip the situation. If you're a cop and your job is to make sure that you go home and you, you know, you have this idea that. People, there are bad people out there. There are people out there who want to kill you um, or do harm or mm-hmm. people who aren't allowed to have guns, but mm-hmm. they have guns anyways because, yeah. hey, that's America. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you treat everyone like a million bucks, but you always have a plan to, if things go south. Right. You know what I mean? You have so, to. So just don't do anything stupid with your hands and be cooperative. Right. I think number one, just cooperate, like being cooperative is number one. Period. Yeah. You know, just listen to them. Yeah. I think I think you couldn't go wrong if you got pulled over and you said, "Officer, I have a CCW. Here it is. My gun's on my waist. I'm not going to do anything until you tell me to, and what you tell me is what I'm going to do." Yeah, it's it's a you put the ball in their court. Yeah, and that's that's honestly say. what it is. Yeah, and uh, you'll be okay. There's a there's a hilarious video um, that I remember watching. It's like an '80s video where this guy is he's pulled over in a vacant lot. Uh, it's like a, a turnout kind of deal right. off the side of a highway. You can tell it's like there's nothing good going to come out of this thing. Um, <laughs> the guy is initially pulled over because uh, he was he had a prostitute in the car. You know, oh, okay. Or he, All right. you know, and, and of course, they didn't know each other. You know, Oh, I don't oh, know. F- she, she just got in my car. I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, oh, it's my girlfriend. What's her yeah. name? I don't know. Yeah. So the guy, you know, the cop pulls him out of the car. It's an old video. It's like from the 90s or something like that. Um, guy, cop pulls the guy out of the car and he searches him. Boom, finds a gun on him. And then it goes, it goes south real fast. I mean, nobody gets shot, but you can tell like this, this trooper, I think he was like out of Nevada or something like that. He gets, it gets serious fast. Like right. you can tell like body language tone, like the guy is close to pulling out his gun and shooting right. him because Hey dude, he, he 
feels a gun on the guy like right. oh shoot dude yeah um but it just it goes it goes south super fast and then the guy just he ends up being like oh i just got my ccw the other day i'm so sorry i forgot and he even says like they taught you in the class to do yeah. to say that you have a ccw and it's yeah. just like oh my gosh it, it's nuts man it is nuts how fast people forget training yeah and you know you have to you have to be on it you have you to just, be sharp. Yeah, if you're holding a CCW, you just need you need to always be aware that when you get in the car, you, it, how I mean, how hard is it for you to say, "Oh, I got my," you know, run a checklist in your head real quick. Yeah, you know, you got your license. What are you gonna do? Real quick, yeah. two seconds. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. All right, get on your way. Yeah, I mean, it being prepared. If you have your CCW holder, you're in the same mindset of being prepared for everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, however, there are some people out there who are prepared for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, we're running a little bit longer than we thought we would, but it's kind of important that we go over it. So, yeah, I mean, it's important that you go over things in your head, whether it's the mundane as in you getting pulled over, you know, on a traffic stop to what you would say during a traffic stop to what you do if some dude is trying to grab your gun. Right. And planning's everything, man. And those are the questions that you have to ask as a CCW holder is you gotta be, you gotta be ready. Yeah. You have to have a plan. You have to. Because it's like, like I've been saying the entire time, the stakes are too high. Right. You know how people growing up, you hear like, even in school, you know, they talk about fire escape in your house. You should always have a plan. You know, maybe the kids will go home and tell their parents, let's develop a plan to get out of the house if the fire, the house is on fire. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always good to have a plan, right? Yeah, of course. Same thing, dude. Same thing. CCW, home invasion, all of it. It's always good to have a plan. And, and for you to run these scenarios through your head doesn't mean you're paranoid. Doesn't mean you're being unrealistic. I think if anything, you're being realistic and you're being prepared. Right? Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is get caught with your pants down in yeah. any any situation. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, I don't even go to the standard movie theater anymore where they have like 150 seats in it. Yeah. I always go to this, the movie theaters that are like, uh, like Sinopolis where they like lean back. Yeah. Right. And they're like lazy boys. A, yeah. there's not as many people in there. And B... It's more comfortable because when you do carry, (laughs) you know, it's it's not in your leg. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel you. And and C, because the movie experience is often better. Oh, it's a way better experience, (laughs) bro. No, but yeah, I feel you. You you change your, you change the situation that you're in because of, because you're carrying and because of the, the, because of life, because of history. Yeah, exactly. And dude, how much does it suck that people die in movie theaters? People die in churches. It's a horrible thing. People die in schools. Oh, it's sad. And I hate it. It's so sad, man. At Schools, end, dude, it's, dude. At the end of the day, Brandon and I carry because we want to have a fighting chance to save, whether it's our own lives or other people's lives. Absolutely. And, you know, you have to weigh the risks of being a law-abiding citizen, changing your clothes, changing your attitude, changing the way you right. think in order to have that opportunity right. and to have that responsibility because yeah. it's not just an opportunity, it's a responsibility. It's your responsibility all the way around when you're carrying a firearm. And I think the most important thing when you carry a firearm is to be proficient with that firearm. Yeah. That's why I, I typically don't carry my shield anymore. Yeah. Cause you don't train with it. I, and it, I shoot it. It's only good for about five yards. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, you do train with it, but it, it sucks to shoot. And, yeah, it's you know horrible. I mean? It fits my old lady's hand. She likes it, mm-hmm. you know, but that's why I carry my 17. Yeah. It's long. It's big, but it fits pretty well on me, but I'm, I'm accurate with it. And 
it feels good in my hand Yep. and uh, I'm proficient with it. And God forbid, if anything was to happen, I need to be as comfortable as possible with the firearm that I have. And unfortunately my shield doesn't give me that level of comfort that I'm, yeah, that I would used, like, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That you feel comfortable with. Right. Exactly. The level of comfort, comfort that you feel comfortable. Did I, did <laughs> I stumble that? No, I think, oh. no, that was just funny. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, you have to be, you know, it has to be an extension of your freaking body, yeah. dude, mm-hmm. because that's just got, that's just the way it has to be just like you said every one of those rounds you got to know where that thing went mm-hmm. you know it's crazy man we can talk forever on ccw and i'm sure we'll probably do another one i'm sure i want to get some firearms trainers on here yeah i, uh, I do too man i think it would be awesome to get some trainers on here yeah because how many, how many hours do you think you have of structured training time from an actual like yeah. are they licensed in the structure is that how that works yeah i think so <laughs> four four hours okay four? yeah so i think i have like something like 80 hours or something like that and i still don't feel prepared you know what i mean i know i, I can it's like a you want to be a samurai you know what i mean mm-hmm. as nerdy as that sounds you, you want to dedicate yes. your life to being a warrior mm-hmm. because you, that's you want to be that ninja yeah it's like what is that what's that uh what's that old uh story uh rather have a a, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war Oh, I've never heard that, but it, never that's heard? a great analogy. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we are. We're warriors in gardens. You got to think about, yeah, you want to be, mm-hmm. you know. And and with that, I think uh, I think that's it. We have pretty much covered it. Just yeah. don't be a dummy. Don't be a dummy. Yeah. Any of the listeners, you guys want any questions answered in regards to CCWs, feel free to hit us up, uh, shoot us email, Reach out to us via social media. However you guys want to do it, that's fine. We'll, we'll get after it and we'll answer it for you. Yeah, hopefully we can get some yeah, some, some thought-provoking questions out of you guys with Absolutely. this conversation because, man, there's a lot of questions that can be that can be asked. And Absolutely. hopefully like with as much time as Brendan and I have behind the gun like, or, you know, carrying a gun, uh, like hopefully we can answer it. Yeah. If like, not, we can uh, probably reach out to the people we know to get the answer. Yeah, for sure. And uh, disclaimer real quick. We are not lawyers, <laughs> yeah. nor are we giving legal advice. Yeah, exactly. We should, we'll probably add that at the front of the show too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything that we talk about is just, you know, thought provoking for you. you. Take it with a grain of salt or don't take it at all. Whatever yeah. it is. Just information. Yeah. It's just info just to get your thoughts going and just to get you, uh, get you. Uh, spinning the, spinning the wheel in the brain. Yeah, exactly. Because. Man, dude, if we don't help you out, who is? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. All right, brother. Brandon, there's another one. Another one.